back to our podcast. My name is Sarah. And I'm the mom. There's a hair on the microphone. <laughs> um, today, we're going to be talking about Amber Heard, um, Meg, oh, sorry, Harry's wife, yes. uh, the, du- the, du- the Duchess of Sucks. Yeah. Um, we're going to be talking about Ruby Frankie. So, settle in. Because there's a lot going on. Yeah, you might want to go get your cup of tea, a nice cold drink, maybe a hot cup of coffee, maybe a cold cup of coffee. Like, it's, we're going to be here a minute. Yeah, we're going to be here for a little while, um, and it's going to get intense. Yeah. So, um, with the usual people that we're talking about, um, I'm going to have to disclaim that we're going to be talking about different forms of uh, abuse. abuse Emotional, physical, um, mental. A lot of this is going to be is based off of facts that is either come out of court documents or you know re. Um, I was going to say a different word for what I meant. Um, good sources, basically. Yeah. Um, and so. Yeah, we, we we're going to be mixing our opinions in a lot, but we'll, you know, our opinions are based off of the facts that we've heard. Yes. And, um, most everything can be found on YouTube. So, if you just look it up, you'll be able to find it too. Um, it's, it's so crazy. There's a lot of information about all of the topics that we're going to talk about. Yeah, and, and so if you, um have a situation where you can't handle that we love you and hopefully someday we'll be able to not have to talk about this stuff next time we're going to be talking about the war yeah that's currently going on so but it is halloween month so we might just throw some spooky stories in there I, i would definitely enjoy doing that um this is my favorite time of the year so, I guess let's get into it, because the intro was longer than I expected. Yes, I'm in a crazy mood, people, so if I'm acting silly or or weird, I'm so sorry. Um, we're going to start off with Amber Heard, because this woman doesn't know how to stop. She's like... Amber Heard. Amber Heard. <laughs> she's like a cockroach. She goes away, and then you think, oh, I've gotten rid of her. And then she comes right back. Yeah, you think you smashed it, but no. She gets right back up and drags herself Well, you cut down one lie, and then 15 other lies pop up. Oh, of course. So she's kind of upset right now because basically they have cut her scenes down to only two scenes in the movie. I thought it was originally one, but there is two scenes. There's like a love scene. Between her and Jason Momoa, um, <laughs> I they, well they that. call it a love scene, so I don't really know if it's like like them kissing or is it like their undying love or whatever. But basically, it's a love scene, it and they died. <laughs> it never was there in the first place. There was no chemistry. Oh. Um, I even we watched Aquaman one side note. We watched Aquaman, the first one, before all of this, 
you know. Yeah, before we found out about Johnny. Before all of the trial happened and all that. Yeah. And I didn't like her then. Well, you know what? She's been in so many different, like, had little tiny parts yeah. in so many different movies, and I didn't even know she was. Who she I was. know. I've seen Zombieland so many times, and I didn't even know until like this year that she was in it. Yeah, I mean, she's unforget. She's forgettable, and really, um, I don't know. She's she's appeared. Uh, with so many great actors. I know. And it really aggravates me how she could get so successful. I wonder if she has someone behind her helping she does. her. <laughs> she does. We'll get into it. She does. Um, she, um, basically, Johnny Depp fans were on it. Yeah. Again. And they actually raised up enough money to, um, like they all, a bunch of them chipped in to get these court documents released to the public. Of course they did. They're awesome. Um, and so now we know exactly why she was upset. Um, and what was said in her little thingy, um, her deposition about the movie. Yeah. Specifically, this is not it got anything to do with Johnny. Um, so basically in her deposition, she talks about how Jason Momoa Jason Momoa went to went on set completely drunk hammered <laughs> um I can kind of believe that well but uh, I don't know he, he was super drunk and belligerent started yelling at her and he was dressed like Johnny. Like, rings, she emphasized that he was wearing the rings, the, the, you know. Okay, they have the same style. They yes. do. They have that bohemian rocker yeah. style. They both dress similar. Of course. I mean, they're, they're, in a lot of ways, they're a lot alike. Yeah. Uh, and like you said, they dress alike. Oh, wonderful. Our neighbors are awake. So, I mean, they're just so similar. Yeah, oh, at least in, like, the way they dress. And, you know, they both have that drunken sailor type thing, you know, going. Yeah. And I can't see Jason Momoa. I can see him being a trickster. I can't see him purposely trying to hurt somebody. Um, yeah, well, she says he dressed up like Johnny, got drunk on set, started yelling at her, um, and berating her, um, about her bad acting. Um, and in other people's des- depositions, because they had other crew members and stuff like that, said that that never happened. Um, the, um, I believe it was um, Juan came out, uh, he did a deposition, and he said that he'll have a few beers every once in a while, but he has always conducted himself on set professionally and respectfully. Yeah. yeah. And so... No one really, really believes her when she says that he did this. And, like, it's... Like, why? What would be the goal? 
to yeah. torment her. She she is setting it up so that when she's not in the movie, it's not her fault. Well, of course, because she doesn't like the other ladies we're going to talk about today. Doesn't like to take responsibility for anything. Exactly. I mean, if you do something wrong and you say you do it, you, you've done it wrong. You're getting better. Exactly. You're bettering yourself and your life. It, it's okay to admit that you've done something wrong. Right. Because that's how you move on. And I find it funny that she's always com- always making everybody else seem like they're drunk and belligerent when she, in fact, has a track record of doing that exact same thing. I mean, Johnny proved that she has a $2,000 a day of champagne and wine obsession. Yeah. I mean, for someone to drink a bottle of, of wine in one day that big, that's one of the largest bottles I've ever seen of wine. And it's $2,000. Yeah. How, how do you drink that in one day and not? Well, I mean, I don't know how she functions. She's a functioning, non-functioning alcoholic, how, in my opinion. How would she know if he was drunk because she was always Well, not on set because she's professional. Well, okay, a professional woman, uh, why you always read the same book? Oh, there's even a clip of her reading it upside down. Yeah. So funny. She's not actually reading, she just wants to pretend like she's smart. So, she also says in her deposition that, uh, Juan, the director, um, he yelled at her, like, he just would be screaming at her and you know for her acting and how she you know he wasn't doing the she wasn't uh she didn't have enough chemistry with him with um jason and it was her fault um he is a director and directors do they do get you know yelly sometimes especially if they told you to do a scene a certain way and you continue to not do that scene that certain way. And it's like a hundred times. Exactly. You know, they've had to refilm this and refilm this. I'm not saying refilm. that's what happened. Because um, honestly, I don't believe anything that happened, that comes out of this woman's mouth. Well, the, the people that were there said that it didn't happen. But even yeah. if it did, he would be justified because Amber does things her way and no one else's. Exactly. And she she has, you know, these bouts of grandeur where she thinks she's just it. Yeah. But. Well, she also says to him, um, or says that Juan was very upset with her. Okay, Warner Brothers, um, they had a rule during the filming of Aquaman 2 that no one could take pictures with Amber, or if you took a picture with Amber on set, um, in or out of costume, anywhere, like, any of the cast members, any of the crew, could not take pictures with Amber and post them online. If they took pictures, they could not post them. Amber said this, or was it a fact? It's a fact. 
that they that this happened. Okay. That that but Amber is saying that Juan was it's upset. Big. I'm sorry, they can't play with a bag. It's so cute. Um, I hope you can't hear that. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, Just but, know it's adorable. Uh, Juan was angry at her because Warner Brothers was getting on to him about this rule. And I, you know, the conversation seems like it could have, like, legitimately happened. Like, him saying, like, no, you can't. And she was banned from posting about the movie. They said, but she says it like, I was forced to not. Warner Brothers, because the executive from Warner Brothers also testified and said, we did ask her to not post anything because we didn't want, because at that time the trial was going on. So, um, they, they said that they did, they asked her, they didn't want to, um, be picking sides at the time, and they didn't want to be, um, like, they didn't want the, the trial to be harming the movie or harming her. Yeah. Well, Um, I mean, do you want something like what they were talking about, like, the sexual abuse, the yeah. physical abuse, the mental link to your movie. Like they're marketing this, towards kids, and, and especially since they put so much money into this this branding for her. Yeah, and making her this innocent, pure little mermaid, and and now she's like that's like the Little Mermaid being a whore. Yeah. And, you know, see the Little Mermaid partying or something. or Yeah. Or it breaks something. the illusion for kids. Yeah, and when the kids, especially since it's Johnny Depp. I mean, if it had been some no-name actor or something like that. But kids love Johnny Depp. Mm-hmm. And, you know, by the way, them doing Jack Sparrow with someone else, I will not see. They can... It's it's not a completely confirmed. They are continuing on, but either Jack Sparrow will not be in the film, or they will be replacing him Jack at needs, the moment. Jack needs to die or something like that, and they need to move on. Or just stop making Pirates of the Caribbean movies, because oh. they're already fantastic. So let's stop yeah. ruining it. Let's I, not make it a Star Wars situation, yeah. where it's fantastic, and then you just keep making them... And it ruins it. Um, I, I'm, but I'm not gonna go see it if they replace Johnny. If they put someone else in his place, I don't care how much I love this actor. Yeah. Johnny Depp is Jack Sparrow, and all the kids around the world. I mean, how many times did he go into a hospital as Jack Sparrow? Yeah. If she had done this to any other actor, I would have like, okay, whatever. You know, but Jack Sparrow, she ruined that illusion for kids, and you know, I, it, that's hard to forget. Yeah, she's not this sweet little innocent mermaid. She's ratchet. <laughs> she's uh, so um, evil. 
one says he did not yell at her. He just, you know, the conversation did not go the way Amber says it did. Um, now, the first Aquaman movie actually is there is DC or Warner Brothers most successful DC movie. It, it made the most money. I can see that. I mean... Um, and so, but actually, after the first Aquaman, it's been confirmed now that in 2018, after the first Aquaman movie was released and the promotions were all done, Warner Brothers actually sent Amber Heard's lawyers a letter stating that she is fired. She did get fired. Um... That they, they said that there was no connection between the two. There yeah. was no um, chemistry between the two. They just didn't want she to continue with her. wasn't good in it. Um, and so they're like... So then the Warner Brothers, the CEO, or the, the um, I'm sorry, the co-CEO of Warner Brothers, not the main CEO, gets a letter from Mr. Elon Musk. Oh my God. God. This fire and brimstone letter, apparently, basically saying that he's going to burn Warner Brothers to the ground. Wow. If they don't put her in the second movie. She wanted in the movie. She was very upset that she didn't get to be in the second movie. And she... Des- and basically, she got her, her at the time, side chick, um, to... Elon Musk to threaten Warner Brothers to put her in the movie. And then so they had to put her in the movie. And they said, okay, we'll put you in the movie. Here's the new contract. Um, and, and that's the only reason why she was put back in the film. Wow. I don't want to see somebody suffer, but he could stand to lose a few million. Or, or go to jail. That's that's yeah. also an option. Um, he needs to go to dr- jail for the crimes that he's done towards Twitter. Oh my god. Don't you mean X? I'm not calling it X. Nobody likes to call it X. It's Literally, crazy. everybody still calls it Twitter. Uh, it's just black Twitter. It, you know, it's, it's, it's a horrible... guess that sounds wrong. Uh, I don't mean um, anything racial or anything like that. I'm, I mean, it's like... He just changed the colors to black. Yeah, it's it's got a... Uh, I don't know. Um, the, whole, the whole black X and all that stuff, it just... His obsession with the letter X is yeah, and And all this... Well... Actually, he has an obsession with the color black, too, because he's always in his little black suits and things like that. I personally think that it was absolutely crazy and cringy to to put an X on Twitter um, because it kind of just made it, I don't know, like you're Xing it out. Well, actually, everybody keeps joking that it looks like a bad porn site. Oh, that's true. Oh, my God. It looks 
Indonesia is actually banned. Wow. Uh, I believe it's in Indonesia. That's um, crazy. Because anything, any website with the letter X in it is considered an X-rated website. Oh my So God. they consider it to be um, immoral. Yeah. And yeah. so they're you're not allowed to use it. Yeah. That's just what I heard. I don't know if that's 100% true. Uh, well, um, you know, I can see that. But I just wanted to reiterate. I am... I don't mean anything racial by that. Um, so after the first Aquaman, yeah, she was fired. Um, she, Elon got her job back. And, um... And that's why Jason Momoa kind of poured it on when he was like tearing her books up and, and things like that because that really pissed her off well I guess um from what other people said he didn't do that as much as she says she says he did oh a lot some of that was not completely real oh okay um he is a prankster he does like to do that kind of stuff on set but um no uh, it wasn't um as detrimental as she said. he kind of didn't want anything to do with her. Oh, well, that makes more because sense. she basically ruined his relationship. And we're gonna talk actually about Jason Momoa's lovely wife in a completely different episode of, of the podcast. Yeah. Um, because we're gonna, you know, she has a whole thing. Yeah. Um. And um. The scene, um, his wife and him together, it, it looks so cute, you know? I know. She's so tiny, and he's so huge that it, it looks so cute and odd. And I, I just hate that this woman is, like, she ruins everyone's relationships. Yeah, she, she ruined their lives, for sure. I mean, maybe... Maybe that's not true. Maybe he, she had nothing to do with it. But it's it's kind of funny that, you know, she's putting things out there like he's attracted to her and stuff like that. And then uh, they get a divorce. Yeah. I, I mean... Coincidence, I think not. Yeah. Um, so, I've... Like I said, from what I understand, they they have have like eight different versions of the Aquaman film. Oh yeah. Of Aquaman two. I've heard that. There's like eight different films, and what the the, the rumor is, um, I don't know if it's all been a hundred percent confirmed, but a lot of this makes sense to a lot of different people. So, um, is it true that they had like a hundred uh, endings? Um, they they had a lot, a lot, because they didn't know exactly what they were going to, they did like extra scenes because they didn't know exactly what, where it was going to go because it changed directors. Um, and also this is the last, um, DC universe. Okay. Really quickly. We're going to get nerdy. DC, (laughs) they're in their universe, their current universe. Uh, this is the last film, uh, the last Schneider film. Um, uh, Dan, Dan Schneider. 
Um, and yeah, we all know who Dan Snyder is. And so this is the last film that he is working on. So the the they're speculating that they're going to pull um like a Ben Affleck moment on this. Ben Affleck films Batman, and then he did Batman versus Superman, and but most most of the time with DC contracts, they have a, a three picture contract. Yeah. So you have to do at least three movies. Okay. Um, Marvel has a, the same. They have like six. Well, it's like three to six, depending on how popular the character yeah. you're playing is. Um, but with Ben Affleck, they were not going to make a third Batman movie because, let's be honest, the other two were trash. I'm sorry. Yeah. I hate Ben not- Affleck as Batman, and I will say that to his face. Yeah. Um, that's just my opinion. Um, <laughs> very strong opinion. Very strong opinion. <laughs> but, so, instead of making a third Batman movie, they threw him into The Flash. Okay. That so he fulfilled sense. his contract, but he didn't have to make a whole other Batman movie. Yeah, that makes sense. So they think that that's what they're going to do with Jason Momoa. There's not going to be a third Aquaman movie like they wanted to originally, so they had to change the film. Okay. They're, he is speculated to play another character in a different movie. He's not, not Aquaman, completely different character. Okay. In a different DC film. Um, they're speculating that in about two years, Universal is going to actually be buying Warner Brothers. Yeah. Um, and then, because they kind of need a new passion project, so they're going to try to buy the DC Universe and restart it again. Okay. Um, a couple of the actors who are already currently playing characters like uh, Viola Davis. She's play- she plays Amanda Waller. She's going to continue to play Amanda Waller in other in other movies, even though this is technically the last of this universe. Yeah. So it's a little confusing, um, but she's a smaller character, so it's, she's not like a major character. It doesn't really yeah. matter too much. Um, and so... And she does mean badass women. Yeah. Really well. They are also... Part of what I've heard some people talking about was that um, Amber, after the movie is released, after they do release Aquaman 2, because um, it is coming out soon, apparently. Okay. Um, uh, it, I think it's on one of the approved SAG movies. Um, um, that she... Thank God she can't promote it. Well, the, the writers and stuff like that, they will be going to the premiere unless the, the writer, or the actor's strike ends. But if it does end, the rumor is she may not actually promote the movie. They may have already paid her out. Oh, good. Okay. Because they paid her out the first time. She needs the money. <laughs> and so they may have just paid her out. But the thing is that she wants the promotion for this movie. She yeah. wants to do the promotion. She wants to be a, success, a successful actress. Well, she wants to um, continue. She's. I'm sorry, in my opinion, she's a fame whore. Yeah. She wants people to talk about her, whether it's good or bad or whatever. Well, she wants it to be good because... 
like the other two women we're going to talk about today, she is absolutely obsessed with herself. Yeah. And obsessed with a public perception of her. Yeah, definitely. And everybody is guilty of that, but I think she takes it to the extreme. Yeah. There's only so much. Like, okay, she went, she did that whole thing in Israel. Mm-hmm. Um, and with that, we're not going to mention her name, but with that woman. And she went and disappeared. And then there was sightings over here and sightings over there. Walking around with an empty baby stroller. Yeah. And then she ended up in Mexico in this rich billionaire's house. Um, And he has a family. And, you know, she's just walking around living in his estate um, supposedly for free. And you know, I, I guess it's one of the largest estates in that area and all this stuff. And now she's back here and she's still, I mean, they're still trying to sue her for, I guess, all of that money that she did in the trial. And she still owes, well, no, I guess Johnny settled, didn't he? Yeah, but she still technically has to pay the money that she promised to the children's hospital. And she never did. She has not yet to pay that. Um, She... I think she's actually getting in trouble for that. Yeah. Um, But, I mean, she couldn't come up with the money to pay Johnny. And he's like... It was good enough to know that I was vindicated. Right. I think he he was more about um, getting his story put out there. He didn't need the money. Yeah. Yeah, It's it's Johnny Depp. You can't tell me that man needs money. Yeah. He looks like he's homeless half the time. (laughs) But he's not. He could just take one of his rings and sell them and... The man bought and his daughter a private island. I mean... Yeah. Uh, there's there's not a... He didn't need the money. And I'm sure if he had gotten the money, if he would have just donated it. I believe the the little bit he did, he actually did donate. Yeah. I, I just, you know... She has nothing. so And she's not going to ever have anything. Of her own. Most people don't want to work with her because of her, of what she did to Johnny. Yeah. Well, she has, I mean, in my opinion, if you don't have any morals. Yeah. Then, I mean, if I know that you're going to try to lie on me or steal from me, I'm not going to work with you. Exactly. So... To segue into another liar, immoral person who doesn't like to talk about their donations that they give, Mrs. Meghan Markle is trying to be in the news this week. Um, And I just said her name, and I said I wouldn't say her name. Oh, no. Say it two more times, and she's going to appear. She's like Beetlejuice. She just appears. (laughs) Except for Beetlejuice would be better because it wouldn't have to sit here and listen to, you know... 
how lucky she is. Oh, Beetlejuice is ruined for me now. Thank you, Lorraine. <laughs> Thank you, Lorraine. Uh, um, so, Meghan Markle's is in the news again because uh, Kate and William are in the news again, so she's got to go in there and be better than Kate. Yeah. Um, so, Megan or Kate and William are doing, I don't, what is their organization called? I think it's called Better Up. Better Up. They are doing, um, around. Yeah. I don't know. I think anyway, that's the name. Meg, uh, Harry, oh my god, why do I keep calling Harry and Megan? I swear to god. William and Catherine. Yes. The real prince and princesses. They are doing their little roundabout tour to um, sit there and talk about mental health, school yeah. bullying, um, different topics. Mostly they're focusing on school bullying and mental health. Yeah. Um, so Megan and Harry had to do that too with yeah. the R12 Foundation. In the early 2000s, I believe, William, Harry, and Kate came up with this uh, organization and it was all about mental health it was um you know to deal with like young suicides and um uh, all of the aspects the different aspects of mental health because when harry came back from the military he was pretty messed up um, he had to look at those three officers who were badly wounded. He had to ride a cargo plane back after playing video games for three weeks. Yeah. He had to look at those people, those wounded warriors. And, he couldn't have know. his chocolate. He couldn't get his hot chocolate and cookies and, you know, sleep for 12 hours a day. Yeah. Um, and go and try to kill people. Oh, yeah, and, 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 and kill, the tal- uh, kill the, every, you know, brown person he thinks is Taliban. Yeah, um, but he he was pretty messed up, you know, and, and so William, he was already in therapy. Right. And William, because he realized, he was 14 when his mom died. He was, you know, a teenager. He, he got into therapy, counseling. Um, Kate encouraged him to because, you know, that's the sweet kind of person she well, is. Well, and also... Charles is a touchy-feely, emotional guy, and, you know, by all accounts that what William says and other people says, that he was very vocal with William and Harry about talking about their feelings. Yeah, very, and, um, so he, he told, um... He's not the stereotypical British dad. No. Um, Well, because he was always emotional when he was younger, Right. and his mom is not. The queen was not emotional. She she was analytical. She, Neither was her husband. No. I, I love I love the prince. Yeah. I love him. He was a great guy. But he was sometimes, in my opinion, not the best father. Or husband. Or husband. But he had a lot of... He had his downfalls. He had a lot of women and and stuff like that. He did. Um, but, you know, he, Charles had his grandmother. Right. The queen 
mother was always really emotional and and thoughtful of Charles's feelings. She made him have that emotion and stuff. Now Charles has to turn it off every once in a while, of course, because he's a grown up and and also he is the king of multiple countries. Yeah. So um, William naturally thought, okay, Harry, you need to get into therapy. So they helped him find therapy, and they thought, well, let's start a, uh, an organization to promote this. And so William and Kate and Harry, a lot of times for years, they promoted it together. Mm -hmm. um, and now William and Kate are doing it uh, for their organization, and it... It affects, you know, so many people. I didn't realize the suicide rate and things like that were as high in the UK as it is. Yeah. And, I mean, I don't know the statistics. I, I heard them, but I, right offhand, I don't know. But it's kind of, um, Kate made a, a specific speech yeah. to help people. People were freaking out because she doesn't ever really request to yeah. do speeches that often, but she requested to do this speech, and it was very impactful. Yeah. And and um, aware of who she's talking to and about, and very sensitive and caring. Yeah. Just go look up Catherine's speech, and then go look up what Megan talks about, because... Can I talk about me? Because I got that. Hold on one second. Let, let now, me talk about her. Okay. <laughs> now, Kate's speech was really, it hit on, um, you know, teen suicides and the impact of losing a child. And, well, even uh, a lot of what she was mentioning was like, um, she even mentioned the, the teens who don't necessarily commit suicide, but the teens who are self-harming. Yeah, and and just the bullying and things like that, and how to prevent it, how to, um, you know, try to cut it down, because you're not going to cut it all out. No. Kids are mean. Uh, I will, I will, um, say it to the day that I die, but, uh, 13 to 17 year olds, they're monsters. Yeah. They're absolute <laughs> monsters. They're savage. They Evil little oh. twats. I love children. I do too. I, I think love them. I got a 14-year-old brother, and sometimes he is a monster. I mean... He's savage. He can, he can they, like, make you cry in a heartbeat. They... Uh, and they will point out your insecurities that you didn't even know you were insecure about until they finally pointed it out. Yeah. Um, they are evil little, evil little things. And, and that's not gonna stop because kids are kids. They're learning how to manipulate or, or control their feelings. Um, they're learning boundaries and things like that. And, you know, it's up to adults to help that and when kids don't have good adults in in their lives it, it's hard it really well, is and social media has made it a lot worse because like the bullying oh, yeah. 
used to be like, okay, the bullying is that when I go to school, everything's, it's horrible, and then I can come home, and I'm safe. Yeah. But now, it's, I'm being bullied at school, and then I look online, and people are telling me to kill myself. And people are like. Or calling me fat. Calling me ugly. I hate those people who say, just turn it off. Kids well, can't do that. It's very hard. Kids can't do that. Because they, you read the comment one time, and it's in your head forever. Yeah. That, that's it. I mean, the worst any psychiatrist will tell you, any psychologist will tell you, it, you remember your worst spanking more than you remember how much that parent said, I love you. Because it's a natural thing. You remember being hurt more yeah. than you remember being loved. And... You know, that's just in our mind. That's the way our mind works. And so Kate was focusing on all of that. And she's she's done all kinds of, like, sporting events and all kinds of stuff to promote all that stuff. And with her speech, she, she wore her, you know, a white sweater, white dress pants, nice shoes. She looked appropriate, not too, yeah. not too much makeup, not too much, um, her hair was, you know, normal. Yeah. Normal Kate she, style. She, Earrings. You know, she had jewelry on, but it wasn't gaudy. It yeah. wasn't overextended. And now, to you and the other side. Before I talk about me, me gain, did you hear that people are calling her me gain? Well, that, that's fitting. Yeah. I mean... So, before I talk about her, I wanted to also mention that Kate also, and William, talked about in their speeches um, a lot about not just the children who are being bullied, but the yeah. children who are bullying. And the effect of the... That the... We need to help figure out the root of that anger yeah. and reroute it somewhere else. Yeah. And reroute it to a positive. They weren't just saying like, because I hate it in school when they're like, just don't say that to your classmate. I'm sorry if, you know, your parents are beating you at home. You've got to reroute that anger to someone yeah. and you can control to something that you can control. And you can control beating the hell out of your classmate. Exactly. You know, you know when someone doesn't care enough about you to like, say I love you before you go to bed or give you a meal mm. uh, just as simple as making sure that you've had something to eat mm-hmm. Ruby Frank uh, that's important you yeah. know that affects your mental health as much as it does your physical because people I mean you need to know that you're loved you need yeah. to know that someone cares if you live in and breathe it. Yeah. You know, they pointed out the the other the traumas that the bullies are also going through yeah. and trying to figure out how to stop that so and, that the bullying doesn't happen in the first place. Yeah. Because and, if you stop it at the root of the problem, uh-huh. the problem doesn't keep getting worse. Exactly. Exactly. I think that's why they did so much of, like, the tennis and, and yeah. the uh, the sporting 
try to get kids, you know, active and not dwelling on, oh, this person hates me for this reason, or, or, on the anger. Yeah, there's a lot of activity going on, and I don't see that in America as much as, I mean, we're all about, oh, let's go to a psychiatrist, let's find out this, let's do this, drugs, 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 drugs. Not that medications are bad. No, no. Just want to specify that. Exactly, because if you need the medication, yeah. you need the medication. But if you can, like, maybe transfer some of that anger into softball or yeah. to soccer or football or whatever, you know, it it does help. Mm-hmm. It, it gives the child something to look forward to, something... And it doesn't have to be sports. It could be chess. It could be... Art. Art. Art Art therapy helps me every day. (laughs) Art is a really good outlet because you you sort of transfer yourself into that. Whatever you're doing. Your painting, your sculpture, whatever. I think art's a really good outlet too. So, Megan and Harry did their speeches. They went back to New York. Okay, now, I was assuming, uh, I don't mean to interrupt you. You're fine. I was assuming that Harry was still a part of the organization that Kate and William are a part of. He technically, his name has not been removed from the, the CEOs or whatever. So, he still is a part of it. But I don't... But this... This round of tour that they were on um, is in connection with the Archwell Foundation. Yeah, I was assuming that it was the same thing as Kate Williams. They are not specifying no. that, uh, that it's Archwell. They want to make you believe that, that you see, like, in her biography oh um, God, on their website, me. she lists herself as... They, they list themselves as working royals. That's... That they bounce back and forth between the United Kingdom and the USA working to the mon- for the monarchy. So they are kind of trying to make this seem like this is a royal tour. And that bothers me because Meghan could care less about any of the royals. I mean... She doesn't even care about the organization she's no. talking about. I mean, 30 minutes a, a week on your charity? Come on. So, she that wore could be a phone call. A god-awful white outfit. Yeah, because Kate wore her white outfit, she had to go get a more expensive outfit. Like, thousands of dollars more. It was, more. um, the outfit, like the clothing... And mixed with one of the rings and the earrings were, uh, no, 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 the, and the ring was, um, like $4,000. Four uh, and then the earrings e- made it equal, I think her outfit equaled out to be about $14,000. Didn't you say her necklace was like 4000 5000 Yeah. I mean, it's. She Absolutely wears, ridiculous. 
I mean, this is supposed to be a charity event for children whose, or parents whose children were committed suicide and stuff. Yeah. And she wears all this fancy, I mean, they don't care how much your jewelry is. Exactly. They don't care that you paid $800 for that ugly jacket. Well, everyone keeps mentioning how she kept showing her sexy side with the shoulders. And it's like... She's got football player shoulders. She needs to hide those stupid things. Well, even if she... You know, even if you think her shoulders are attractive, this is not a time to be looking attractive or sexy at an event where you're talking to parents whose children have died. Yeah. I mean, the the jacket alone was so horrific I mean her big man shoulders and then she's got her hips that makes her look like I mean oh my god they're bigger than mine and I've got big hips uh she just she looked she still doesn't know how to dress herself no no the jacket alone was probably what four sizes too big I mean, by the time it fit her man's shoulders, it was way too big on the on the bottom. So she wore Kate's uh, uh, a knockoff Poundland version of um, Kate's outfit, and then her speech. Oh, I was. She basically went on for thirty minutes, twenty thirty minutes, talking about how wonderful it is to be a mom. And to have her, how lucky she is to have her two children, and how lucky they are to not have experienced bullying because they're not young enough to be online. Any kid at any age can be bullied. Yeah. Online or offline. Um, and how wonderful it is to be married to Harry. I think they have to be real, though. (laughs) So, she basically spent the whole thing, whole speech talking about how lucky she is while looking into the crowd of parents whose children killed themselves. I I don't understand. It wasn't even a big crowd, but... There was about 100 to 200 people there. Yeah, but, I mean, William had, what, 10,000 when he was over here? She also uh, apparently gave uh, food to this school in, I think it was in Harlem. Yeah. And all of the tomatoes were rotten. Like, she gave more rotten food to children uh, because she does not care. Um, She, Harry's speech was a little bit better because it at least actually touched on, like, mental health and stuff. But his solution is... We just, you know, you you have to wake up one day and realize that you need therapy. Getting that therapy is so beneficial, and it's like that's that's not everything. No, you need to have the people around you say, okay, the, we you need help, and, and you don't just wake up one day and realize I need therapy because I'm yeah. depressed. No, you don't have. I mean. If you wait for the epiphany to happen... It's never going to happen. No. Because people who've experienced real detrimental depression don't do that. 
Yeah. I mean, do you sit there and wait for six weeks while someone's torturing you online about, you know, maybe a topless pic that you sent to your boyfriend that he spread around the, the school? Yeah. Or, you know, oh, you're fat and ugly. How many times do you have to hear that before you decide? Oh, I need therapy because it's because it's my fault. Yeah. I, I'm no, sorry. No, that's not how it works, Harry. Um, and you can be grateful for your kids. I'm not saying she shouldn't uh, be grateful. But for she her didn't kids. make it at all about the people that they were there to see. Not once did she mention what you're going through is hard. I understand how you feel because it was supposed to be about them, yeah. not about her. Nobody cares about your fake kids, Megan. Grow up. You know. You know. I, I just this this topic really ticks me off because you know um, kids go out there and they hurt themselves, and you see this every single day all all the time on the news yeah you hear about i mean like Shooting. you got bullied in school because you didn't have a, a a gold chain yeah i um i got transferred from public school to a preppy school and um uh, because i didn't have gold jewelry um which i did have yeah, I it, have it was 14 karat gold jewelry because I'm allergic. Um, I'm allergic to anything less than 14 karat gold, and so, I, you know, I'm because I, you know, I was bullied on the first day I went to school because I wore. Um, this was when I when I was in middle school. I wore a cat shirt that says "I love my brother," and then it's cut. The egg, the brother is X'd out, and it says "cat." And it's got a cute little cat on it. Yeah. Um, I thought it was funny. I thought it was cute. Other kids in my school thought I was a baby. Um, oh my God. I got jumped in the girl's bathroom because this girl, I was like 12. I did not think about boys like that. This girl's boyfriend was the had the locker next to mine. I didn't know how to open my locker because oh I was nervous. God. And so he helped me open my locker. We had a lot of the same classes, so because nobody showed me around, he said, I'll show you around, you can follow me around, and then he let me sit at lunch together. We were friends, you know? Yeah. We, we had similar interests, and things. I was not interested in him like that, but her and her four friends decided I was going to try to steal her boyfriend, yeah. and they were going to beat me up. Yeah, and that is that is what you're supposed to be they were supposed to be there discussing things like that i got called that were real awful names in school i came back to my other school and they called me i had one of my friends who was still at the school said she had spread a rumor that i left because i got pregnant and i was basically this big whore and she wouldn't even talk to me about it. Yeah. And so everyone was like, oh my gosh, you're a whore. 
Yeah. In seventh grade, eighth grade. Yeah. That is. That Nobody is wanted the, to talk to me or be my friend. Yeah. That is the subjects that need to be discussed. Um, that is. The you know the boys in school sitting there, you know, thinking because of that rumor that I'm easy and hitting on me. Yeah. You know I've had I I've had I had a horrible time in school. Yeah. I, I was hit in the head with a hardback history book by and a just kid. Just about knocked out. And oh my god! And no one I called. nobody called my mom. He got two days suspended, and then he was back in school. And that same kid stabbed my friend in the eye with a pencil. Yeah. So the, if the administrators and the teachers don't do more that's what they were here to talk about yeah those kind of issues i mean my i had another friend who got um letters in her locker every day she would show me them i read them she showed the principal them she showed teachers them yeah these letters were saying you're such a slut go kill yourself you i hope you die i can't wait to um get my driver's license because i'm gonna run you over with my car See, we need to stop that kind of stuff. And this is when I was in 7th and 8th grade. Yeah, and we need to, you know, protect our kids from that kind of stuff. We don't need to know how it is in Montecito uh, when you're living your best life next to Katie and and, uh, And Orlando and and that situation. Talk about her. But we, we don't need to know how perfect your life is. We need to know what you're going to do about helping these people. Because yeah. you're supposed to be this big philanthropist. You're supposed to care about people. You're supposed to you know, have all this money to, to be there on the ready to help people in, in need and everything. Yeah. But... You're supposed to be there to help you know, it's all about... Shine a light on this. Yeah. It's all about the money, how much she can make off of it, um, how, you know, great she is, and, I, I mean, she, there's a whole compilation of how she was giving Harry death stares because he was speaking. Yeah. Yeah. And Literally. grinding her jaw, I mean... I'm surprised she has any teeth in there. Oh, they're all fake. Oh, that's true. She's got... uh, All of her heat fix and and her nose job and her fake hair. (laughs) (laughs) You name it. You know, Kate and William are actually out here shining a light on these real issues. Actually making people believe that a change can happen. Yeah. You know, I I did not know this, but in the UK, if you live in the UK, let me know this if they have this in a lot of your schools. But they're starting a thing where they're going to have um, a, a counselor specifically to sit there and look online to see what's being said about the kid. You know, if anybody has got that's, any rumors going around about them. That's a good idea. To pull those kids into class and be like, are you okay? Do yeah. you need something? 
Yeah. You're posting this online. This is not, you know, what's wrong. It's not healthy what what's going on. And I think that's a great idea. And, you know, nothing Megan and Harry can do here is going to help his mental health as long as he's still doing drugs. Yeah. He's still, um, you know, doing a drinking so much. Yeah. And they, I tease that the kids aren't real, but if they are real... Who is taking care of them? I kind of hope they are not because, like you just said, who's taking care of them? They're flying around the country willy-nilly. Some Someone made the comment, are they even still your kids? I think it was that girl, um, uh, Leilani of Barbados. Oh my god. She said, are they still your kids if you haven't seen them for a long time? Yeah. Um, like, when, when did they see their mom and dad? Uh, when are you there giving them, you know, your, yeah. their love and support? You say that you have this wonderful life. But if, if your children are real, if they're actual living beings, who gives them love? The nanny? Who gives them their goodnight kiss and I love you? And uh, who makes sure that they have plenty of food? I can't wait for the book to come out in 25 years. I was Megan and Harry's fake child. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, her book. Uh, I don't even want to read it. It's going to be so boring. Megan's got a book coming out? Yeah. She's working with a publisher right now. They they had that contract with Penguin Random House where they had... I think Harry has... I think they have to... Collectively, they have four books that they have to put out. Harry put out one. Um... She put her bench book on there. And then, um, I think he, that's why he wants to make a sequel to his book. Um, and I guess living on, maybe? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, and then she's got a, a biography coming out. I would say, uh, uh, don't read it. You just listen to the, um, audiobook, but then she's gonna read it. Yeah, they let him read it, and it was, oh my god, so boring. And it's like, do I want to sit there and listen to Megan's voice? No. Which voice? <laughs> uh, her, her AI voice, or, or her real voice? I, I think it's completely disrespectful and insensitive for her to go to these poor schools and... Homeless shelters. Homeless shelters. And walk around all of these these peasant people, as she would probably refer to them as. Um, and walk around like, oh yeah, I, I know the struggle when she... You've never. Yeah. You've never. She held up one t-shirt and walked out. Yeah, and apparently she asked the parents at that little meeting... And at the schools that she was going to, to talk about how their children had committed suicide, she asked them to donate. They they were asked to donate to the Archwell Foundation. So she's also taking their money. Yeah. But never fear. 
She gets 95%. The charity gets the other five. Never fear. Megan is taken care of. Well, she gets 95%. He gets 95%. And then they get 5% of whatever that total is. <laughs> so, never fear. You, you're getting a dollar. Yeah. Um, the yeah. math was not done on that. <laughs> so, don't even try to tell me. I, I, I understand. That's probably wrong. Um, she also, when they were in New York, I wanted to mention this too. Um, okay, so because last time they were in New York, they had this near catastrophic car chase through Manhattan, <laughs> and they had this absolutely just harrowing getaway from these evil paparazzi they called on themselves going, going 15 miles, 15 miles an, an hour. hour. <laughs> They could have died. Yes. They um, had to circle the block, Sarah. Um, they went through, uh, they went around the block. Yeah. They went around a block with a motorca- motorcade of seven cars, seven SUVs. Oh my. Um, and they were not, like, smart cars either. They, they weren't health-conscious cars, so our eco-warriors are at work again. Yay. Um... And guess who paid for it? You did. New York. New York City did. did. The NYPD was part of that motorcade. And um, they used tax dollars. um, Even though they said last time they wouldn't be doing that again. And So I guess you can actually hire the NYPD. Yeah, apparently. Next time I'm going to New York, I'm going to hire a police escort. Unless you know the mayor. Um. Then you get it for free. Yeah. Um. I wonder how New Yorkers don't protest that. Oh, they did. Before, the weeks before, there was actually, in Times Square, you know those, like, thousands of dollar, um, LED billboards. Yeah. You can rent a slot for it. Well, they had, they rented multiple slots saying, go home, Megan and Harry, we don't want you here. <laughs> like, they did not want them here. I'm so- and that's why they didn't have a big crowd. Yeah. And that's why nobody followed them around. That's why nobody cared that they were there. And nobody really reported on it until after they left. Exactly. Because only their press junket, uh, only their press people were reporting on them because nobody cares. You don't do, if you're not doing something to solve a problem, to make a difference, nobody cares. Yeah. Go away. Like uh, Lilani said, uh, Lilani. Lilani says, Go away for a year and come back. Yeah. Maybe we'll like you then. Yeah. Or maybe you'll be different then. <laughs> but it, right now, it doesn't really... I mean, the, her fans were saying how, um, you know, William went to New York and he went through um, uh, the park and, and he was jogging. And he had no uh, people around him. Nobody was, nobody cared about him. No, he was just strategic and knew when 
oh, was a good time to do this. Right. And people respected him enough to, you know, basically leave him alone. Well, and it's also, it kind of still defeats their purpose of even having security because we've been saying this for a long time. The future king of England is walking around New York City by himself. Which he wasn't. He did have the security guard, just they weren't photographed together. Because yeah. his security always stands back about ten feet. And and they watch. And they watch. Um, but you've got the future king of England walking around New York by himself, doing whatever, living his best life. Not yeah. being messed with. You know, nobody cares about you, Megan. Yeah. You don't need it. If no one's going to try to come up and kidnap him or rob him, they definitely don't want nothing you've got. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But the crowds that turned out for him were like thousands. Yeah. And People still want him to be the president of the United States. I mean... I want him to be He's more popular than our president. He's more popular than Donald Trump over here. And he's more popular. I mean, he can walk in and be president. Uh Uh-huh. And, you know. And I I vote Anne for Speaker of the House. (laughs) Uh Because Princess Anne would come into our, our Congress and be like, no. This is not it. That's no. That's all she would say. And looking at the Republican, shaking her head, no. Oh my God, that is a absolute, whole... absolutely not. You've been stopped. Yeah, that's a whole mess. That is a mess for another one. Oh my God, too much of a mess. Um, I, Megan. Also, did you hear about what she what she said with the vets? No. So she met up with these veterans while they're in New York. And, um, oh my God. she said that they are, they are reclaiming their narrative. What? Claiming their narrative. What the hell does that mean? Well, um, like I, like I said, I was watching the, the Leilani of Barbados, and she actually explained it really perfectly. Um, she said, she was saying, like, you know, when you're reclaiming your narrative, that means that, you know, they're, you're having to correct a lie. Like, there's a lie somewhere in your story. Because these are about vets who were mistreated. Yeah. And, um, talking about their mental health issues. Um, and, um, she's saying, like, that means there was some sort of lie in there that they have to re- reiterate is real. These are real stories. It really happened to them. This, they're yeah. not reclaiming and, and, you know, it's not a narrative. It's their life. Yeah. You know, they're just stating a fact. Like, but also, I don't think she knows big words. So narrative might be, she might think that it means something other than what it actually She really, means. she really um, doesn't know how to put, uh, and, and I'm saying this as someone who is, um, not good at putting thoughts together, as you can hear me say, um, and, uh, like, so much. She doesn't know how to put words together. Yeah. She really does do a word salad, because 
when she was making that speech, I understood that she loved her kids. She was married to that guy. Um, and that's about it. The rest of it was just jumbled up words who... It wasn't like she didn't clarify anything. Right. She wasn't talking about anything. It was just how wonderful and how she it affected her and life is affecting her and she's blessed for her life. Yeah, and that's all you really get from her. She doesn't really make sense with her conversations. Yeah. She I, I think you said it perfect. I I just don't get how these women can be so powerful. Like, again, with Amber Heard or... Oh, I know how. Heard. I just don't want to say it. Well, I mean, there's more than just sex. There's more than just sex appeal. You have to... I mean, I guess... Know, men are attracted to that kind of person. Well, okay, like with Amber Heard and with Megan, there's nothing wrong with being like an escort. There's nothing wrong with with that at all. But when you sit here and try to lie, like Megan does, and say, "Girl, I'm so perfect. I've never done anything wrong." I, I sat here and I worked my way from the, the bottom to the top and I'm here and I'm a strong, independent woman. No, ma'am, I'm sorry. Let's be honest. And there's nothing wrong with this. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it, but be honest about it. You had sex with a bunch of guys, a bunch of rich men, rich men, got married to a rich prince, effed up his life, and that's how you got to where you are. Yeah. You didn't make it off of being talented. She didn't even make it off of being pretty. She just made it off of being easy. Yeah. And and that's what I don't understand. I mean, I and know... There's nothing wrong with that. I'm not trying to shame her or anything. But, like, no, I am shaming her... No, if you don't have any other talent, then... For, for lying about it. Like, let's yeah. not sit here and be fake. Be honest about yeah. what you did and how you did it. Yeah. Um, true. Stop trying to pretend to be some, you know, oh, I was just this poor girl from the, from, you know, L.A. No, you were not. You were a rich girl from L.A. You were a rich white girl until you met Harry and found out you were black. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Oh, my God. And she's, um, she's how, she's, uh... What was it? What did she say she is now? Oh, she's still 41. 41%. No, I'm oh, saying... Oh, 43% Nigerian. 43% Nigerian. I'd like to know her 23andMe DNA test that says that she's from every continent or every country in Nigeria. Yeah. That's kind of unusual. Because um, um, that's an ethnicity... Uh, or, uh, you know, that's a nationality, not an ethnicity, is what I'm trying to say. Um, she just, you know, stop pretending to, like, she's such a pick-me-girl. I'm sorry. Yeah. 
you can't sit here and be like, oh, I'm so cute, I'm so quirky. No, you're not. You're really not. Yeah. Okay. All I like to do is make chicken and for my family. No, you don't. You don't like to work in your garden. You don't like to do anything but sit and get high, in my opinion. She... She ticked me off. I'm sorry. I mean, she did have to work pretty hard because it, it it's a hard work being a yacht girl. Having to drink so much champagne and wine and, and flirt all the time and, and be there for, you know, whatever and whenever guys want you to be. And it's hard flying back and forth to different countries and going on vacations and yeah. stealing things from from brands and you know it's hard yeah. tricking a prince into being in love with you but and see it's it's hard embodying yeah this it's hard to be you know have the spirit of another person inside you in our opinion um no, no, no. In Megan's opinion, she believes that Diana's spirit is inside her and manipulates her body. Or at least she's told Harry that. Um, I, I think that she's a, she's a grifter. I mean, that's all she is. In my opinion, she's a grifter. She uh, has gotten by with the least amount of work as possible. And, I mean... Honestly, she needs to put a tutorial out. Yeah. Because I need to know how to make that much money that fast. Well, I mean, lay down. Oh my god, <laughs> stop. <laughs> but I'm just saying, um, at the very most, she... I, I blame her dad. I, For, he's, an, he's an enabler. He, he enabled her... To be the... A spoiled brat? Yeah. And he has told her, you're the best. You're the best. You're the best. Humble your children and say that they are awful. No. (laughs) You can encourage your child, but don't give them a false hope, false narrative. I mean, if your child tries to sing, you're doing your very best, sweetheart. Maybe we should get you some singing lessons um, to improve. Um, no, just cut them down. You're the worst. No. Don't don't just walk around and tell them, oh, you can sing the best I've ever heard. Because you know? then you're going to get people who are like Megan and think that she's Beyonce. Yeah, and it just doesn't work that way. You know, you can't be Beyonce. You have to be Rachel Marbles. And that, uh, that that's the whole thing right there. I blame her dad on this because Markles meant something in Hollywood. It still means something in Hollywood. He... he yeah, he's poor. He's broke. They had to start a GoFundMe because he can't pay his bills now. Because well, because he had to pay her college. And he gave her pretty much all every money. He spent like $25,000 a year just on her school. Yeah. And I pretty much forgot about the other two. 
and um, there's nothing wrong with living in a trailer. But his other daughter lives in a trailer, a double wide. She is in a wheelchair. She's um, got serious medical problems. And she's got her little sister out here slandering her. And if they didn't know each other very well, it's because of Thomas Markle. Because he kept her basically on this big pedestal. Mm -hmm. And all the other kids could never live up to Megan. I mean, I listened to their interview, and Thomas is sitting there on in the middle of, of Tom. I'm going to call the son Tom. Okay. And, um, and Samantha. And they're just, he's praising Megan, begging her, tell me what I can do. I will do anything. To get you back in my life. I love you. I love you. You're the most important person in the world to me. And these, uh, these two children are sitting there listening to their father say, You don't matter to me. Not as much as Megan does. Megan is the most important. We have to get Megan back. And he still praises Megan. Even though she's thrown him to the wolves. Yeah. How many countless of times and he he still is begging for that little slice of of love and commitment from her yeah and you know i mean if if i lived four hours away from my mom i'd be there every day i i mean and knowing how bad he wants to be a part of her of and how at any day life. he could probably die because he's got bad health and so much health problems and she lives right there and she has ways and means of helping him knowing that he was like up until last year paying off her credit cards her debt from school um, you know student loans yeah. from 20 years ago yeah and things so that she could get a good education, so that she could have a good life. It did not work. I mean, no. <laughs> no. But if if that's the case, why would you not at least pay his debts? Why would you not? If you have millions of dollars, which I don't think they do anymore, um... I don't know where her engagement ring went. She probably had to sell it. I, I'm pretty sure she's pretty pissed off because everyone keeps like looking at Kate's ring and then looking at Megan's ring and Meg's isn't as nice as as beautiful and they keep referring to the diamonds in there as blood diamonds. And, I mean, I don't think I would want to wear a ring like that either. Even even Megan has more. But she chose that. Yeah. Yeah. She put them on there. So, it was her choice. But, I, I kind of blame him. I feel bad for him. Yeah. But I also blame him because he made this horrible person. 
you know it's kind of like you made your bed now lie in it yeah and that's kind of what he's doing and I feel bad for saying that because I I wouldn't want that on anybody you know I he he looks so sad and miserable and but it's also like you have you do have two other children that you could be spending this time with yeah I mean, these are the last days of his life, and he needs to go and, like, spend it with Samantha. Samantha's not in good health either. No. She could, you know, something tragic could happen to her. Not, you know, we, I, no, that knock does, on wood. Knock on wood, that to, does not need but, to happen. But, but, yeah. You see what I'm saying? They need to, uh, she doesn't want to be a part of their life. Forget her. Move on. Yeah, it's been like... Ten years? Yeah. And let's, you know... Let's move on and... and Love. You Tom don't Markles. fit the narrative that she wants. Yeah, Tom Markles is... He makes some pretty strange videos. Yeah. He's on YouTube, though. Sometimes... He's a bit harsh. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just... But, as a person who has a sibling who is a narcissist and lies and, you know, um, doesn't treat you right. Yeah. And treat the people that you care about right. It gets frustrating. Yeah. And sometimes that frustration can come out in really mean, cruel ways. Yeah. And you take some low blows. Yeah. Because I've been there. I I totally understand. And uh, as someone who has taken the brunt of the situation, I feel like, yeah, I understand what you have went through. And I, I understand what Tom's going through. And Samantha. I mean, Samantha's still fighting it in court. Yeah. And Megan's attorneys are just... Sorry? Finding a way to to keep knocking her down. Even though she has precedence, she, she has ticked all the boxes. Yeah. She's still... Megan's trying to find that, that way. And uh, I think Kevin Costner said it really well um it, you know he doesn't want to to uh, you know be around them have them like I think he was really upset that they showed up for his event yeah just because it was so like she's trying to grab the microphone from that lady and yeah and, walking in front of she has no sense of boundary no or sense of social decorum like i get it i'm socially awkward i sometimes miss social cues sometimes you know yeah but but there's a difference between being like awkward and being like oh i thought you were gonna hand me the microphone oh my god 
Yeah, I'm or, walking by you with the microphone, and you're gonna snatch it out of my hand. And no, she's like physically grabbing it or grabbing at people to hug them. Like you're not the center of attention. Oh yeah. You're standing on stage with Kevin freaking Costner. Nobody's looking at you. No. And I think that's why she wore that ugly coat wrap blanket thing. Um, because she wanted people to say, oh, she's standing out. I genuinely think she thinks she looks good. I I think she just, yeah. She, she thinks she looks good, and I think she thinks that if she doesn't um, stand out like that, that, you know, people are going to look over her. And, yeah. And which she's forgettable. She has that forgettable face. It's yeah. like with Amber Heard and her ratty hair. She can never look good with her hair because she's always got to have it messy or yeah. weird. And it stands out so people notice her. Yeah. The one thing, though, Amber does do, she does dress well. Like, or maybe Johnny dressed her, but she does dress appropriately. You know, she would buy a dress and then Johnny would ruin it and then make her wear a dress that he wanted her to wear. Oh, God. Yeah. No. I, I think... Megan needs to get off the... I, I mean... I'm almost to the point where I don't even want to uh, talk about Harry because I feel bad that he's being used and manipulated like this. But also, he's a user and manipulator. That's true. This man... I think he is being... It's, it's the same thing like with the next person we're going to talk about here in a minute... Um, uh, I forgot her name for a second. <laughs> Ruby Frank. She is a bad person. Yeah. Harry's a bad person. They do bad things. Yeah. They are both slightly racist. Yeah. Um, and you can't tell me he's not racist because this man has made too many racial jokes, remarks, the Nazi uniforms twice. Yeah. Um, the man, in my opinion, Harry, is racist. Yeah. Um, definitely homophobic. Um. Well, he didn't, he didn't date Megan as a black woman. He dated Megan as a white woman. Yeah. I mean, she was still saying that she was a white On woman. On all of her documents, she, she lists herself as Caucasian, so. Yeah, she's. I mean, she is a white woman. She's only black when she needs to be. She's yeah. She's only black when it fits her narrative. Yeah, which is sad because if if you it, can't it, be who you want, who you are, there is absolutely nothing wrong with being black. No, there's nothing wrong with being who you are. Yeah, and why can't she be that? I mean, oh God, Denzel Washington. Bring on the chocolate thunder. Oh my god. You Stop know? It. I love me some Denzel. We do. We are a Denzel loving um, household. Yeah. Um, uh, can do no wrong. But I, I'm saying if, if you can. I mean, look at Halle Berry. She's light skinned, 
Yeah. You know she's black. You know that but she's she, no, who she is. The difference is, is that she doesn't have to walk in the room and say, I'm black. Yeah. She's or, just beautiful. I'm mixed. Like, she's Holly Berry. Yeah. It, it you doesn't know, you, matter you what. You don't have to come in the room and say, hi, I'm a black woman. Yeah. Hi, I don't give a crap. You yeah. know, like, we, you know. Who are you? Keep we don't on. care. Yeah. I Let's mean, stop leaning on it. Yeah, just be who you are. And stop I mean, exploiting black people's struggle and black children. Yeah. That's what I care about. Stop scaring all the children. Well, she loves to take pictures with black kids. Yeah. That's um, so insulting. Because, you know, oh my gosh, look, it's like I'm it's like I'm doing charity. But, I took a picture with this little black girl. But the thing is, in, in look at all me being the pictures, so like woke. But in all the pictures, she looks like they just stabbed her. Yeah. You know, and like ick. She looks like she's saying ick. Well, like that one black lady in Africa, um, trying to hug her, and her being absolutely terrified to be standing around all of these black people. And then you find out that she left all of, she didn't wear any, everyone was like, oh my god, look at her, Megan, she's so down to earth, she's not wearing jewelry. She left it at home because she thought they were going to steal it. Yeah. She didn't want to get robbed by all of these black people because she's racist. I, I mean, that is, it's so insulting. It's more insulting for black people, I think. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm black, offended for you. Yeah. I mean, I have no right to be offended, but, like, if she's gonna sit here and pretend to be a white woman, yeah. or, or pretend to be a black lady, but she says she's a white woman on documents, I'm offended because yeah. she is making it, she's furthering the stereotype that all white people are racist to black people. Yeah. Yeah. We don't all think like that. I mean, like the woman who... We don't all always care. Yeah, it... it... It shouldn't matter what color you are. So if you have to put an emphasis on who you are. It... Now, if you go into an audition and everyone else in the room is is white and you're the only dark-skinned girl, you are going to have to say, "Yeah, I I'm I'm black." I can I can do this role because I'm black. Or I we could change the role because I'm black. You know, there are instances where you you probably would have to say, you know, you know, I'm mixed. I'm half black, half white. Yeah. Or I'm mixed. I'm half Latina, half black. Yeah. You know, you, there are instances where you do have to mention it, but unless somebody, you know, in, unless you have to mention it, why do you have to mention exactly. it? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, just uh, like I said, he didn't start dating her because she was black. He started dating her because she was white. And she was, she came off as successful. Yeah. She, oh, and of course, there's the whole, your mom's living in me. Yeah. Thing. Um, I wonder when that started. Was it right off? I mean, because we, we know now that they've known each other since at least 2014. Well, they were doing, I, I think it started like a slow progression, like, because she studied Diana. She studies Diana oh, yeah. like crazy. Okay. I think she slowly was like doing little things. In my, this is just what I think, in my opinion. 
she slowly did things like stuff that Diana would do or say. Oh, and him yeah. just be like, oh my gosh, my mom did that. Oh really? That's crazy. Because oh, I yeah. love doing that. Oh, I love wearing these kind of clothes because, you know. And then he's like, wow, you're just like my mom. Well, you know, I actually had a dream about her last night. <laughs> and it just slowly yeah. got crazier and crazier. Because this man, I'm sorry, he's gullible. Yeah. Well, I mean, He's so gullible. Two of Diana's favorite things to eat, well, three of Diana's favorite things to eat, she has mentioned. She loves uh, uh, the cheeseburgers. Oh, yeah. Diana loved cheeseburgers. That was her favorite thing to do, sneak off and get the boys cheeseburgers. <laughs> and then Diana loved chicken. Yeah. Roasted chicken. And then she she learned the recipe from Diana's book. Yeah. Uh, diary book that I think one um, I can't remember who put it out. Anyway, there, you know, it, the recipe was in a book and then she loves uh, Mexican food. Yeah. She loves uh, certain types of Mexican food. She likes spicy I can't imagine Megan eating. Well, that's what she ate when she was supposed to have been in labor for that hour. Oh, that's right. At the hospital. Because right. <laughs> you can eat food while you're in labor. Yeah, in um, labor delivery. I would like to see someone try. I would love to see Those the nurse or the doctor. Or the doctor who allowed that. Because yeah. they need their license taken away. That's. Yeah. I would like to have seen where Harry was puffing the uh, laughing gas, too. It's, you know, I got yeah. away from my point from the whole, can I take her to, him to Jody? Or, I'm sorry. It's okay, no. We got off on a side tangent, a rightfully so side, side tangent, but he is like Ruby in the sense of, he is, he was already a bad person. Yeah. But then he met another, he's already a narcissist, meets another narcissist and it's like fire meeting oxygen and it's she made his delusions ten times worse yeah she's jody and And he feeds her delusion of oh my god you're so perfect they are a lot alike oh my god yeah i never thought about it that way you just blew my mind (laughs) i mean uh it's the whole Lori Vallow, Chad Daybell situation, too. Yeah. Yeah. When, You're right. when fire meets oxygen, an explosion happens. Yeah. And that's what happened in in the royal family. That's crazy. And I know that they're probably sitting there going, oh, every time somebody puts something out, every time a book's written, their heads are just like, oh my god. When is this going to stop? But it's not going to stop because she has ruined it. She has ruined the royal family. She's ruined. I really feel bad for William and Catherine's children. Yeah. Because, you know, they're getting to the age where eventually they're going to get, like, phones to be able to get online and things like that. And I'm sure they hear people, you know, their classmates at school talking about... Uh, oh, you know, your Uncle Harry is sitting here saying this about your mom. Yeah. Your well, Uncle Harry and, you know, Auntie Megan is sitting here saying, um, 
you know, this about your father. Yeah. I mean... Is that true? Did they really do that? Is your dad racist? Yeah. You know, because that's what kids do. They ask questions and, you know... Like we were saying before, kids are mean. And they're mean. And I wonder, you know, I'm sure that's not how that's going to go down because, you know... I just, you know, and it's like the kids, George and, and Harry were close. Yeah. And now he doesn't get to see him anymore, and I just don't want him to think it's his fault. Yeah. Because that's where kids go. It's obviously it's my fault. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's not. It's not their kids' fault. It's not even William and Kate's fault. It's Harry's fault for being so insecure about himself and so jealous of his brother your brother can be successful, yes. And you can also be successful. If yeah. you pour your success into something worthwhile. And it doesn't even have to be the same thing. No. It could be, I mean... You and, don't have to be better than William. You're never going to be king. Yeah, you're never going to be king. It's it's okay to admit that. Yeah. Um, History is repeating itself with, like, Charles and Andrew. Yeah. Andrew's never going to be king. But, but he was the, and that's one thing that, that Harry and Andrew have in common. Well, I think they have a lot in common. Oh, I think they have a lot more than we want to admit, but for right now, um, Andrew and Harry were spoiled rotten. Yeah. They were given everything. And they both think they're better than their brothers. And yeah, for some reason they think, Harry thinks that he's got to be better than William. He's not going to be. He's going to be Harry. He's he's Harry. He's Harry not can be William. good. And William can be good. Yeah. They both can be good. I mean, if if William was my you know, brother, I would be jealous. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like you're handsome, you're tall, you're funny, you're easy for everybody to get along with, you're oh, good yeah. at talking to people, even though you're a little shy. He's super smart, super nerdy, but also super sporty and and you know Yeah. He's like he is the campus crush. Yeah. He's campus crush guy. Like he is all the girls flock to him. Yeah. He, it's, he doesn't even have to have a full head of glorious hair. You know, you just yeah. fall in love with his beautiful baby blue eyes and, you know. Exactly. He's amazing. He's awesome. Yeah. He's a good person. And he's, you know. He's good at sports. He's good at everything he, he does. Yeah. Or if he's not good at it, he's willing to admit that he's not good at it. He's yeah. super funny. Um, if you can't tell, I'm in love with Prince <laughs> William. <laughs> But, um... His wife is better, but... You know, I, I would be jealous, too, but... Yeah. I just... I don't see how he can't also be good. Yeah. I mean... I, well, he said one time that his mom said, you know, you would be a better king. I don't think Diana would ever say that. And if she did, it was, it might have been, like, you know how sometimes you say, like, um, like, with me and my, one of my brothers, he's very intellectually smart, very book smart, he is logical and really good at, at that kind of stuff, I am not, and, like, one time 
I was upset because I was, you know, not doing my math right or something like that. And you're like, well, you know, he's good at that, but you're super creative. Yeah. And he's not that creative. He's not good at art. He's not very good. You know, he's just not an artistic type of person. There's nothing wrong with that. No. And but that's something that you are better at than him. Yeah, because and you're you individuals. Were, you weren't saying he is awful. And I think that's kind of what she was trying to do maybe if she did say that like oh well you know i think you would be better at it because you know you've got this going for you and he you know not that william is worse but he took it like that yeah it's like he's obsessed with william's hair hair william has beautiful blonde hair Mm -hmm. he's always had beautiful blonde hair even though he's going bald it's a distinguished type of ball. Yes, he, and he really he still looks, be looking sexy. Yeah, he still looks good. But Harry's going bald all over. He's losing all of his plugs. Yeah. And you, his hair is so thin that when you take a picture, it doesn't matter what angle, you can still see the baldness. Yeah. And he's not going to be an attractive bald man. And so... He is so terrified of being uglier than William that he has to put William down constantly. And Andrew does that, did that about Charles. Well, you know. You had your fall from grace. Harry had his fall from grace. Yeah. Let's hope that, and I believe it will, that you know, little baby Louie and George will break this cycle of, yeah. of brothers. There's no stopping Louie. <laughs> He's a, a boy on a mission. He's a powerhouse. And, you know, that's the one thing that I like about William and Kate. Even though, like, George and William went to uh, the football tournament or whatever. Uh, the World Cup in France. Yeah, the World Cup. They, they probably still had to travel separately. Yeah. Because, you know, they're both in line. But, and that probably was scary for George. But he is um, learning how to be a good king. Yeah. From his dad. He's learning all the aspects. He, he met with people. He met with officials. He met they with said, grown-ups. They said he didn't even know he was going to be the king until, like, like a couple of years ago. Yeah. And like, then two or three like, years ago. bring it on. I, I want to be the best king I can be, so tell me everything. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, a lot of people have said that. Um, but, Louis is able to be his own person. He's there is to... not stop, no stopping that kid's personality. <laughs> he he has, reeks of personality. He has a great personality. And, you know, Harry used to have a quirky, fun personality. I mean, now we know he was always drunk. Yeah. And on drugs. But at the time... But he was the fun prince until he met Harry. He had no mental problems or mental health issues until he met Problem Megan. Yeah. Uh, it, it was really bad. He was 
seeing a therapist. He was doing this. He was, yeah, it was conventional therapy. But, I mean, ayahuasca, we don't know the long-term effects effects of that. We don't know. And it's actually illegal in both the United States and the United Kingdom. The United Kingdom. So, I don't know how he's getting away with openly saying that and openly saying that he's done heroin and cocaine. That is the one thing that I am a little upset about Joe Biden for. Oh, there's a lot of upset about Joe Biden well, for. That, that ticks me off a lot. This ticks me off because knowing that our DOJ and, and Joe Biden personally has stuff to, you know, Allows this man who's committing crimes in the United States. Like, we don't need... I I, I think Republicans need to stop talking about what's happening, the drugs coming over from the border. Uh, They're looking at the wrong border because Joe Biden has let a man in our country who is openly doing illegal substances and talking about it like it's nothing. Yeah, like buying it and, and... Harry, you where know. are you getting the heroin? Where are you getting the cocaine? Where are you getting... Where'd you get the mushrooms? Yeah. Where are you getting all these illegal drugs to... to Ayahuasca use? is illegal everywhere but the reservation. So unless he's going to an Indian reservation... And then it's not like... You're still a United States citizen. That's not an everyday or, thing. You're still a, a non-U.S. citizen on U.S. soil because the reservation is on U.S. soil. Yeah. Whether they want to believe it or not, uh, the government, I'm, I believe, I'm, I'm saying, yeah, uh, you know, committing a crime. Yeah. Well, uh, I, um, I don't understand how we are allowing it to happen, but it's happening. I've uh, never ever wanted to tell somebody to go back to their country. No. Before, but Harry, go back to your country. <laughs> But I feel bad for that because... They don't want him. They they don't really... I mean, I guess if he was over there, maybe they could put him in uh, an institution and get him off the drugs. You need to get rehab. I, I think he needs more than rehab, though. In my opinion, because if if all of this is true... And she's actually believe, making him believe it that her his mother is embodying her and all of this crazy nonsense about that. I mean, I'm not saying it's not in, uh, it's impossible. I'm just saying she studied her. She's no. She tells him, according to Harry, she tells him that Diana speaks to him through Megan's body. So, so I... And sometimes he'll spend the whole day with his mom, but it's Megan's body. But her spirit is inside him. Inside her. I think that he needs mental help. I, I think he needs to work that out. Because he's not gonna get better just by taking lots of drugs or, or... helping him stop with the alcohol and stuff like that. He needs mental therapy to to get better with that. From a real therapist, not the therapist that Megan has been getting. Not a yogi. I mean, I have no uh, no offense against yogis, but 
I I think they need someone when, a little more serious. The one that she's taking him to is not it. Yeah. Well, mostly her mom and her. Um, Doria, I think we need to try to find more out about Doria because she's a little hinky. You know, why is this woman walking around with all these millions of dollars and, you know, Harry's walking around in wrinkled suits and things like that and her mom is here one minute, gone next, here one minute, gone next. And I understand, you know, she's like, uh, she's like a fancy purse to Megan. Oh, I'm going to a Beyonce concert? I need to drag my my black purse out. She only brings her out when she needs to be black. And, uh, you know, oh, oh my god. The dancing. (laughs) I can't get it. It's the same thing to me whenever she brings her mom to an event as when someone says, I'm not racist, I have a black friend. Yeah, exactly. I'm not racist, I have a black, I'm black, I have a black mom. Yeah. Like, we don't care. We genuinely don't care. That's crazy to me. So, yeah, Megan, Megan, both Megan and Harry are awful people in our opinions. Yeah. And I think, okay, we were going to talk about Ruby, Frankie, and Jody Hildebrandt and what the new Ellen Kevin Frankie because there's a lot of new stuff that's come out about her family and um, uh, Kevin but we've kind of run out of time yeah we've made this one kind of long we don't want to continue overload yeah so I think we'll come back with another one yeah shortly talking about that because it's absolutely crazy I've got got some other things to talk about in other podcasts. Some stuff that she doesn't know about. Um, So you'll be able to react to it together. Um, Some spooky season related, some not spooky season related. So um, we're going to be trying to do more of the video form. We did take a small break. Yeah, sorry um, about that. But we will be back and hopefully doing more of our video formed episodes. Um, so if you would like to see those, keep an eye out. Yes. Um, we will see you again. We missed you. We did. We missed. We missed ranting. Yes, it's fun talking. Let us know your thoughts and opinions on stuff that we talked about, and follow us on Twitter and. Instagram, even though we don't post, <laughs> uh, we will try to post. Um, if you have any uh, questions or anything for us, or anything that you will want us to talk about, yeah, anyone, anyone, any topic, about, let us know. We will do it. Yes. 